Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and I have a guest today, Bethany. How do you like pronounce your last name? I don't Deep even want to. Deepa Trillo. Okay, she can pronounce her last name. I won't even yes. try. We'll just say Bethany. Um, but she's joining us from the East Coast where she has a couple businesses. And I'm really excited to visit with Bethany today. I thought she would just be a really inspiring guest. I love her positive attitude. I love how much she cares for her community. She's just doing a lot of things really well. And I like to share that. I like to highlight that. So Bethany, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. so excited and honored. I know it's going to be a great conversation. So let's just dig right in. Tell us um, where you're from. Tell us about your business journey, how you got started with the first business. You moved into opening retail then. Just give us an inside scoop. Yeah. So I, I'm from Rhode Island. Uh, I opened my first business uh, 10 years ago. Uh, so it's a nutrition club. So we do smoothies and protein shakes and health coaching. Uh, so I got into that actually right out of college. Um, at the time, I was looking for something um, just that could give me purpose, something where I could make a difference. Um, and it just kind of fell together that way. And I really wanted a brick and mortar uh, type place at First, I started with just an office uh, and I, you know, that was good, but I wanted something more. So we created um, the nutrition club and that's been absolutely amazing. And what I love about that is it's just like a vessel in the community where we can, you know, bring people together, uh, create community, give back. So that's been 10 years and it's been just so amazing to watch it evolve and it just kind of, you know, runs itself. I'm still there and I'm still active in that business as like my first baby. But um, my husband is in the military or he was in the military. And when we got together um, and he ended up retiring, we wanted to create something together. Um, so retail was never really my intention, um, but we kind of just put it out there and asked the universe like, okay, what's something we can do together where we can take those same concepts that we, you know, utilized from the other business that worked so well, that community driven, um, you know, philosophies. Yeah. And we came together and we just, it just kind of came to us and evolved and we we're like, okay, we're going to create a retail store. I've always loved, um, you know, meaningful gifts and just like different things. Um, I've always loved gift giving and, you know, special items. So it just kind of naturally um, fell into place and we created the store and we've been taking a lot of those concepts and applying it. It's been about eight or nine months now and um, it's been amazing. So that's kind of yeah. like, you know, the shorthand story of it. Yeah. It's rocking and rolling. Like you yeah. open the second business and it's off to the races for sure. Yeah. yeah. I love what I've always loved about you ever since we got to start working together was just how positive you are. You have such a great energy. 
you're a hard worker, but it's not a hustle without positivity. You know, there's a lot of business owners that I see that just work, 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 and they're so discouraged all the time. And they're always complaining about what's not working. And you're very much like, let's just try it. Let's figure it out. And I do think that plays into the success that you've seen. So how do you and your husband stay positive when you do have those lower sales weeks or something you do an event and it doesn't turn out? How do you keep that positive vibe going? Because I think that healthy mental attitude is so important for the success of our business. Yeah. So what I've learned over the years, um, obviously, you know, having had a business already for 10 years is I've evolved a lot as a person. So I've learned a lot of these things in time. Um, So kind of had that foundation going into it, but we really just believe in just being in flow. Um, So, and what I mean by that is like being aligned in the things that light me up. So we try to both stay in you know, that space of, okay, these are the things that I'm good at that really light me up. These are the things that maybe I don't love so much. What can I delegate to someone else? Mm. Um, And then really just letting each other shine in that space. And it's of course not always perfect. um, And it's, you know, of course, doesn't always go the way we want. But what I find is that if we do the things that you know, we're meant to do, right? So if the universe puts something, you know, whatever higher power you believe in, I'll just say the universe, but if it puts something in front of you and, you know, you're, you're lit up by it and you feel good about it, then, okay, that's probably the right direction to move. It doesn't mean that our humanness will always have it all figured out, but I believe that if it's the right thing, you kind of just figure it out and flow with it. Um, And it just becomes a mindset, right? Like, we just continue to believe that we are supported so that no matter what, it'll work out. And it, and it always does, you know, Um, like I'll say early on in the business, like we obviously took on, you know, debt and things like that because we were opening this new business and we didn't know anything. And I, I didn't really have a concept for retail and I'm like, Oh, it'll, you know, be a few thousand dollars, whatever. Not, not anticipating surprise inventory and all of that. So, you know, we found ourselves in this space, but we just kept saying the whole time, like, okay, well, you know, we were meant to do this. It's for a higher purpose. It's for the greater good. We're giving back. We're doing all these things. So we're going to be supported. So I think if we just kind of stay in that, it just flows and works better. Yeah. I did a interview last week. It aired with my triathlon coach and she was talking about something similar, how our thoughts create our actions and our actions create our results. And I think it's really important. We, I think as entrepreneurs, sometimes we, we start with the results mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of starting with the thoughts that, you know, if we have a thought that this is going to work, the plan might change a little bit. The tools yeah. might change a little bit, but this is going to work. I'm doing it for a purpose and a reason it's going to create the results that we want or the actions that we want that will create the results. But if our thoughts are not correct, if we're thinking like, I'm not worthy of this, I really can't figure it out. I'm so dumb. What's wrong with me? It's just where we get stuck. So I love something else. I want to get to your give back because that's huge. And I want people to understand why and how you do that. But you mentioned how you and your husband kind of stay in areas that make sense for you and that light you up, that fill your passion bucket. This might be something to talk about because there's a lot of boutique owners listening that have partners or have a store manager. And sometimes we feel like we need to do everything. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned if it lights you up and I know you and your husband have kind of different roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you really work on the number sides of things and, and the buying. How do you find the freedom to give up doing everything and just really live in what your superpower is? 
So again, like it just takes time. Um, obviously, like I'm new to retail, but I have the 10 years of the business that, you know, it, it takes time. So I just want to first say that, like, we don't just usually have it all figured out um, and I'm still figuring it out. But I think, um, you know, the biggest thing is just... Actually, can you go back? Can you just remind me what you what you yeah. wanted to answer? Yeah, I got no, that's it. all good. No, how do you figure out how to just stay? Because I think we want to do everything. We're oh, capable to, yeah. of doing a lot, but how do we stay where our superpower really is? Because that's where we're going to thrive. Yeah. So I think just really getting clear and connected with what you love, like what your favorite part of the business is, like why you went into the business, because again, it is easy to fall off and be like, oh, we have all these other administrative things and yes. stuff maybe we don't want to do. Um, and, and just kind of looking at it and say, okay, where can I spend most of my time so that I still love and enjoy this business? Mm. And then where can I maybe delegate those other things? So like, for me, I love like, merchandising and setting everything up. I do that. Obviously when the stores close, it's like my me time. I love it. Um, but I don't like tagging and putting things in the system and all of that. But we have, you know, one of our really great employees, she loves that. Give her a task yeah. and she's like, okay, what can I do? So it also, you know, over the years, what I've learned is like, if I try to do everything myself, it also takes away from letting someone else shine in what yes. they're strong with. Yes. So that is so true. It's almost selfish of us to try to do right. it all. We right. feel like, oh, but you know, and then we kind of wear the, I have to wear all the hats, but yep. then we're not letting people live into the gifts that they have. Exactly. Yeah. So just kind of that mindset again of like reframing it instead of like, oh, I have to do everything to prove I can do everything. Why not let someone else do the things that I don't want to do, especially if they want to do it? Like, what, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so good. Learning. That. So you guys give back a lot. That's a big, like foundational piece to your businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, why do you care about that? Like, why do you care about your community? Cause we all would say we care about our community, but like, why does that run so deep with you? And then what are some practical ways that you've been able to give back that you've worked that into your business? Yeah, so I operate on the philosophy of where much is given, much is expected. So, you know, being in a space. So the great thing about um, the, both businesses is they're on the same street. So, you know, but they're, it's interesting because we still have two separate communities, but they kind of overlap too. Mm -hmm. um, so over the years, it's just been like, people have been so good to us and people have, you know, given so much to us and supported our business that it's like, okay, and, and I've been so blessed in my life that it's like, okay, well, this is kind of my responsibility in a way to be able to give back to the community that has supported me for so long. Um, and, you know, when my husband and I said we wanted to do something together, that was going to be a key component. We both just always wanted to do something where we could continue to make a difference um, and continue to make an impact and, you know, be that positive place in the community because, you know, it just, it just goes beyond that like that's what we're here for like as human yeah. beings we're here to do something positive and have that you know purpose so it's just kind of like a natural way of being um that's just kind of is <laughs> yeah it's uh, non-negotiable for you yeah, yeah it's just a non-negotiable and then what I've learned over the years is like the more that you give the more you get back in return as long as the giving comes from a genuine space mm. Yeah. Um, and it, it does, it comes back tenfold. I mean, I can give you example after example, but um, it's just a powerful, a powerful universal concept that just exists. 
Um, and then you continue to just be supported in that, you know, abundance that is surrounding you. And it feels so good to be in that place. Yeah. We talk about this a lot practically, you know, I think as boutique owners and business owners, you know, we feel like we might get taken advantage of. So an example would be maybe a sale that you run. Like mm-hmm. we do, um, like buy one, get one free gift cards or something kind of fun. And people will say, well, what if someone comes in and they buy four and they keep them all for themselves? You know, and so we tend to like want to put restrictions on everything so that we don't get taken advantage of. And I always say, if you can come from, just come from a space of generosity, will you get taken advantage of? Yes, you will. In life, we will, right? Because there's humans and human nature isn't always good. But for all of the times that you may get taken advantage of, tenfold, you're just going to be giving and ministering and like helping and showing kindness to people. And it's so much better to come from a place of generosity than to always be scared and a place of scarcity. So I love, I love that you guys have that mission. What are some practical things you've done to give back through your businesses? Um, So we source from all people that are also giving back. So that's kind of cool because as we support them, we know that they're going to, you know, stuff's going to good causes and things like that. Um, We source from a lot of local um, artists and makers and, um, you know, creators. And that's been really cool uh, to just kind of watch that and and be able to support and know, okay, this is helping, you know, the mom that bartends down the street who's trying to, you know, loves this and trying to get by. Yeah. Um, And then we take on, we, we donate a percentage of, um, our profits back to various causes that mean something to us. Eventually we want to start a foundation of our own. Um, We just haven't quite gotten there yet. So in the meantime, we just like the first thing we did. So we opened in September and we were able to in December grant a $5,000 wish um, to a child um, with a terminal illness, you know, whose wish it was to go to Disney World and they're a local, oh my local child, you know, so and then we share about it, but not to share from a space of like, look at us, but to share from a space of like, this is what we said we're going to do. And we're showing you that we're actually doing it. And that um, gets your customers involved because they yeah. know, hey, if I shop with Bethany, yeah, part of what I'm doing gives back in a way that I couldn't do on my own. Exactly. And we've had people say like, you know, oh, we're happy to spend a few extra dollars on this or, you know, whatever shop local, because a, we know we're supporting, you know, some local businesses and things like that, but also we know it's, it's giving back and going to a good cause as well. Yeah. Oh, this just gets me so excited. I love it. I just, every time that we talk about this in our coaching sessions, I'm like, oh, everybody just needs to know that you can do this. Yeah. It doesn't just need to be a dream that you can give back. I mean, and it can be very small. Yeah. Um, Something I want to encourage people with once in a while, I'll hear someone that says, you know, I don't take a paycheck, but I don't really need it. You know, my husband makes an income or, you know, I don't need the money. Then think about it from a give back standpoint, Mm -hmm. get your business to a profitable place so that you can give back. If you don't need the income for yourself, don't use that as an excuse to not know your numbers and not be Mm -hmm. profitable. Get yourself to a profitable position so you can give back to people around you and your community, if nothing else. I love that. Okay. So, um, you were in the boutique workshop for probably a year or so. Um, I think before you became an accelerator and you were one of my quiet girls, just kind of doing the work on the back end. Um, what kind of prompted you to move up to the accelerator and do the coaching with me and then get into that higher, like the benchmarking and just more focus on the number side of things. 
Yeah. So I joined the boutique workshop, I think in like May or June, uh, which was, we opened in September. So a few months before we opened and then I joined the accelerator maybe February. Yeah, I think so. I think it was February. Yep. Somewhere around there. And, um, so I, I was, I just kind of observed, I like to do things on my own time. So I just kind of would like watch the videos and I got so much out of it. Like we implemented one of the gift card promotions. I started like doing some stuff and I was like, oh, there's so much value here. And then I also know that I'm the type of person that just needs that extra structure. So as much as I was listening and watching the videos, I wasn't quite taking it to the next step, or maybe I wasn't understanding it all fully enough um, on my own. So I knew that for me, working with you directly would be more impactful because I would be able to, you know, have the accountability, which I think is the biggest piece, um, have the accountability and have you there to explain to me, you know, exactly my questions and, um, and all that. And it's, it's been amazing because I had it all set up like right I, I watched it. I'm like one of those like do-gooders, like, okay, yep. I watch it. This is what I do. Okay, done. So I had like all the pro- all the accounts set up and everything from right before we opened our business, but they just sat there. And yeah. then they were, they were all zeros because I wasn't doing anything. And they actually, the bank canceled half of them because they were all yep. So it wasn't until I started working with you, which has been so great that I now have money in every account. Yes. Taking a paycheck and the whole thing. Um, yeah, just in a few months and you increased your percentages and you have some really big goals on what you want to do with your foundation. We're going to work yeah. through that with profit first. Yeah, I think a key that you mentioned, though, is you've been doing like even if you got stuck, you were still showing up for yourself and doing it. And then when you knew you needed extra help, you asked. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes as business owners, we feel nervous to ask or like, I don't have time or it's going to feel stupid or I don't want to invest money in that. I'll just try to like DIY it. But sometimes we just need like a person. We, we just need the help. Well, it's funny because, you know, I came out of college, $250,000 in debt and, you know, only making what, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. Yeah. We don't think twice about that. We yeah. don't think twice. Oh, I'm going to go spend $200,000 on an education that really isn't maybe going to guarantee me anything, but yet yep. we're always so like hesitant to invest in ourselves. So what I learned after college was investing in ourselves is the best gift you can give yourself and, and the highest yield on your money. Yeah. Right? the best ROI for sure. So for me, I was like, this is no brainer. I didn't even think about that, that we do. We go to college and we just dish out money for something that we're probably not going to use. But then we're like, Ooh, I don't know, $250 a month. That's a little scary. $300 a month. I know it's so our mind can be so tricky. It can. Yeah, really. Um, I love that. So what is the one thing that you're most excited about with profit first? This is a question I didn't ask you about, but I think you've been working so hard on your profit first. Um, what are you most excited about now that you have not zeros in those accounts mm-hmm. and you've been moving money over there? What gets you excited? So I'm excited to watch it compound over time. Um, and really just like got me clear on like, oh yeah, like why wouldn't I be taking money from my business? Like you're working so hard, you're doing all these things. If you're not making a profit from it and you're not giving back and you're not doing all these things, then what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. So I'm just, you know, excited to see that grow, but also, you know, in terms of, you know, creating a foundation, like, okay, you know, what does that look like? And now I see it as a possibility and something that is, you know, more attainable because it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to put this much aside each month and this is going to, 
to, you know, grow. And, and I've started to already see that where it, it does, it gets you excited and more motivated. And um, yeah. So I think, I think for me, just the organization of it, the structure of it, not stressing about things um, because our first year, you know, we made a good amount of money and we owed all these taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what am I doing? Like, oh, you went and made money. I was like, oh shit, I didn't see. Oops, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> shit, okay. I didn't, I didn't see, you know, I didn't think of that. Like I, yeah. I and then you're stressed like, out because you made money. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So just having the, you know, not stress of it all and just being excited for, you know, what we can create and seeing it actually be like, okay, this is, this is worth it. You know? Yes. Yes. Okay. One more thing I wanted to talk about with your business is the events that you do. Mm-hmm. So you've done some events, a calligraphy event that works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been encouraging all my clients to think outside the box. Retail is not traditional anymore. The consumer is not traditional and you've done some events that have been successful. How would you encourage another retailer that might be a little nervous? I'm like, I don't know. What if no one shows up? What if I put myself out there and nobody comes? How do you do that first one? Like, can you give us some good mindset pieces to think on? Um, so again, I think with anything, it's just about intention. So if you find something that again, excites you. So we did a pretty, where we have done a few now pretty unconventional, I guess you could say events where we have this, um, it's a fire starter. It's this beautiful handmade, um, piece of wood with like flowers and crystals and it's meant to set intentions so we did it for the winter and the summer solstice so we had people come and they set their intentions and there was a fire and there was a healer there things that are not retail related at all yeah um and we just put it out there and we're like you know what this we're passionate about this and this is something that we know again intention behind it we know that people can benefit from it they can expand their mind a little bit. Um, we weren't quite sure how it would go, um, but it ended up, we sold out of both events that, you know, with 40 people there. Um, so I think like anything, you just have to do it and put yourself out there. And if nobody comes, then nobody comes and you try something else. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, sometimes it's timing, sometimes it's, you know, different things, but I think when we're excited about something, people are attracted to that energy. So even though people didn't really fully understand until they got there, what maybe the fire starter event was, or, or the event was, they still were excited because we were excited in our sharing. Yes. And I yes. think that that just attracts people. Like if you think goes back to earlier in the conversation with like mindset, if you think that people aren't going to come, then that's probably what's going to happen because we're putting that out in the universe. But if you just think the right people will show up and I will be supported and whoever needs to be here will be here, then that's usually how it it tends to. to I know. Isn't that interesting? It really does. Mm -hmm. And it just gives you a much more peaceful mindset going into something. You take all of the pressure off yourself. I like to say that, you know, exactly what you said, whoever's supposed to be here will be here. The right people will be. And if that's two people, great. If it's 200, awesome. They're supposed to be here. And I'm going to be happy, grateful, thankful for every single person that does come. And then I'm going to learn from it and try something different or try it again the same way, whatever the next time around. Yeah. Because it could be one person that comes that now then loves what you're doing so much that they come back and bring 10 friends. Yes. You know, so maybe only three people show up, but one of them is like absolutely in love with what you do. And you know, that continues from there. Yeah. Now you have a new ambassador and they're bringing people to the next event. And I love that. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. One piece of advice for anyone that's in business, that's just feeling a bit discouraged, overwhelmed. There's so much negative conversation going on right now about, you know, recession and all these things. And yes, there's things we need to pay attention to, but how can we be an encouragement? Like just turn off that media a little bit and focus yeah. on what's going on. What would be a word of encouragement for someone that's a little nervous or they're getting scared or really discouraged? So again, I think it's just a shift. Um, So a shift from scarcity. Sometimes it is easy to go down that rabbit hole. Um, So yeah, not letting it affect you in the sense of not paying attention to it. Like I just, I don't, I choose not to pay attention to it. I haven't watched TV in 10 years, especially the news. Um, So it's like, I just don't put that stuff in my world. Um, And, you know, if people talk about it, I just try to change the subject. Um, It's not a pretending like it doesn't exist. It's just like a not letting it get in my space where it's going to infuse me with negativity. Um, So, you know, you can acknowledge when there's real things happening, of course, but you don't have to choose to let that, you know, stop you. Uh, So I would say, you know, the biggest thing is just like stay in your purpose, like stay reminded of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm, Um, So good. Yeah. Connect to the why, because when you're connected deep to your why, the like winds and the storms don't affect you as much. And, you know, like anything, life ebbs and flows. So we're not always going to be like way up here in our business. Sometimes we might be lower, but it always comes back. Um, So that's just kind of, again, just like a mindset to adopt and just take on and just not not worry about it. I know it yeah. sounds, it's definitely easier said than done. Um, but it's just kind of staying in that space, that high space of gratitude, like you had mentioned, Sarah, and, you know, every day, like writing down, like, what am I grateful for? You know, why am I doing this? What is this for? What's the purpose? And, um, you know, just staying connected. Yeah. I think grounding yourself with your why, oh, that's so good. If you guys take nothing else from this podcast, think about that. Even in relation to competitors, It's really easy to see, you know, the gal down the streets copying what I'm doing. She's bringing in the same product, whatever. We all deal with that, but go back to your why. Mm -hmm. She can never be you. She can never deliver it the way she's never going to have the vision that you have for your people, your customers, your employees. And so if you ground yourself with that, the other things actually don't even matter. Mm -hmm. You just focus on what you're doing and the skills that you've been given and just do the very best that you can show up, be grateful, be generous. Those things really do make a difference in our mindset instead of letting all the outside world influence why we do what we do. Yep. Exactly. So good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, where can people find out about your business if they wanted to check you out? So we're on Instagram. Uh, so a gracious soul shop is our Instagram. Um, and I have someone creating a website for us now. Oh, so awesome. I had, yeah. I had just done like a quick website when we first opened. Cause you know, you're like trying to save money and the whole thing. Um, but now I have someone, um, who did my other site. So she's creating something. Um, so I want to have like a whole give back section and, you know, awesome. things like that so that people, you know, can know who we are and what we're up to. But if we follow you on Instagram, we'll see when that's launched and we can follow. Perfect. And that's just, you know, let's just end with another tidbit for you all. Listen to that too. Bethany is really successful at what she's doing and she's not doing all the things. So you don't have to have a website. 
and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all oh, of the things. <laughs> like, let's just know, just yeah. simplify down. Like, what do you really want to do? If you have a brick and mortar and that's what you've been called to, it's actually okay to not even have an online store. You don't have to do what everyone's doing. So I'm going to leave you all with that. So just good. simplify down do what you love doing. This business is about what you love doing and what you have gifts and passion for. It's not what everyone else says you should be doing. So, um, yeah, so let's leave our audience with that. Thank you so much, Bethany, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes. And I will drop her Instagram in the show notes. You guys can follow her over there, give her a little bit of love, and then we'll watch for your website to go up so we can see all your beautiful products too. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you all next time. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Hey, friend. How are you feeling about your bookkeeping? Confused? Unsure of where to start? Maybe completely overwhelmed? I want to tell you that you are not alone. And that's why I'm so excited about Harquin Bookkeeping. Harquin Bookkeeping specializes in boutique bookkeeping, and it's really affordable. That's why I want you to go and check them out. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. That's boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Jump on the phone with one of their experts. They'll talk to you about your boutique, what your needs are, and give you a quote. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Hey, boutique owner. Thanks for joining me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I love Tuesdays, and it's not just because I get to show up here on the podcast on Tuesday, but it's because for the past several years, I've been showing up live for my members over in the Boutique Workshop membership on Tuesdays. Tuesday is our day. We get things done, and I love it. Now, you might be new here to the podcast and think, well, I don't even know what the Boutique Workshop membership's all about. Or you might be one of those gals who has heard about the membership for months, maybe even years, and you haven't joined. Okay, I'm speaking to all of you this morning. You absolutely need to join the membership. And why is that? Because the Boutique Workshop membership offers three things that are so important to your profitability and your peace of mind as a boutique owner. First of all, amazing content. We don't do fluff in the boutique workshop. We offer content that you need, things that are relevant to your business. We offer concepts and ways to implement those concepts that are really going to help you grow and take a step forward. Now we do that all through awesome coaching. If I can say so myself, the way that I coach in the boutique workshop or any of my clients is different than any other coach. And why is that? because I've been there and done that. I've owned a boutique. I've stayed up all night. I've had that awful feeling in the pit of my stomach because I didn't know if I could pay the bills on Monday morning or make a big decision that was coming down the pipeline. I've been you. And so I coach with a completely different mindset. I coach knowing what it's like to be in your shoes and on the side of things, and I know what it's like to come out on the other side and to build profitability into my business. And then we wrap that all together with the most vibrant community you've ever been a part of. Our community is built of women that are forward-thinking, problem-solving, positive women who are growing their businesses the right way. 
I want you to be part of the boutique workshop. And so I'm offering you a hundred dollar gift. That's right. I want you to go into the show notes here and look for the special discount link. If you click on this link, it's going to give you a hundred dollars off our enrollment over in the boutique workshop. We have some amazing things that we've implemented just in these last few days. You get to be part of all of it. So come on over make Tuesdays an even better day for you and your business. Keep listening to me here on the podcast, of course, but join us over in the Boutique Workshop. Let's go deeper. Let's get you that content, coaching, and community you have been longing for. And let's wrap those things together to create profitability and peace of mind for you and your business. I'll see you over there.